What's going on, Packers fans? Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Aaron Nagler here to chat with you for a little bit while we wait for kickoff. Talk about this game, the matchup between the 49ers and the Chiefs. Talk about the Packers, green and gold, anything you want, anything that's on your mind. I'm having a beer. Hope you guys have one, too. Let's get to it. Good to see everybody in the comments already. You folks are incredible. Truly, truly incredible. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all having a good weekend. Randy's here. Football without the Packers is like a fridge without carry the G. It sucks. I mean, I think that about covers it. We're wrapped up. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. I am kidding. Lee Button says, let's just enjoy the commercials and the halftime show. I got to be honest. I have never seen one Olive Nagler so jazzed and pumped up and excited about a halftime show as she is for Usher. Like, I don't even know who she is anymore. I, I don't know. I, I, not an Usher guy. I know that's going to surprise you guys, but uh, I'm sure he'll put on a fine performance. I'm much more interested in the game, clearly. Rick Harris says, not watching the game. Rick, you're a real one, buddy. I feel it. I love football, and it's the last meaningful football game until, you know, September. So I got to get on board. It's like a drug, man. It's like I can't deny it. Like, I can talk about how I don't care who wins, but I do. I want the Chiefs to win, and I think they will. But I understand that position. Don't get me wrong. Especially Packers fans having been two games away from this game. I get it. And I will also say, shout out to Jordan Love for his day at Radio Row at the Super Bowl. Everybody kept asking him who he's picking and who he's really. He's like, I, he's, I've got the Chiefs. I can't. We lost to the 49ers. I can't. I can't choose the Niners. Like, that's a guy who, who gets it. He, his heart's in it. He knows what's up. <laughs> Love this man. Early drinking and nags. Let's go. Nags, you ever smoke before a game? No. No, I'm not a smoker. It's not my thing. It's never been my thing. Going back to college, you know, I tried it once or twice. Never really liked it. That was it. It's just, it's just not my bag, man. Am I ever going to make it to Media Row? That looks like a great place to meet up with folks. Brandy, I used to go every year when I was at uh, Bleacher Report and then Sports Illustrated. I went for about almost 10 years in a row. And yeah, it is. It's a it's a great it's all it's a great networking spot and you can get some good content and there's no doubt that there's value in going there, but Corey and I have kept, you know, continuously saying we'll go when the Packers are there. It hasn't happened in a while, obviously, but I used to yeah, I used to go every year and it, it is a it's a, it's a good time. It's not a great time. I much prefer the combine. The combine is kind of similar in the sense that you get really get to see a lot of people from across the league, a lot more people from across the league. And it's a lot less entertainment driven and much more football driven, which is what I prefer. But yeah, it is a good time. No doubt about it. Next, can you do me the solid and go to Brazil for me, please? Will, I, we're hoping if the Packers are playing in Brazil against the Eagles, we will be going. Corey and I will be there. Zero doubt about it. Christopher made it from Twitter. Carry the G. Hey, Nags, let's go. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Go, Pack, go. Christopher's like a hype man up in here. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Aaron Harper says, hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. How are you? Good to see you. That Micah Parsons Jordan Love podcast was oh so good. Mr. Mikey Riggs, you are not lying. I'd seen two clips, kind of outtakes from it. Um on social media this week, obviously. And then this morning, I finally got to sit down and watch the whole thing. I cannot recommend it enough. 
every Packers fan should watch that interview. It is so great to see Jordan Love completely relaxed, absolutely being himself, and talking about the season he just had. And obviously, that includes the game against the Cowboys, which Parsons was a you know part of. It is outstanding, and you get like just really good. I'm not going to say behind the scenes, but just the way Jordan thinks about things and his experiences. He talks about his first start against Kansas City. He talks about, obviously, the playoff game against the Cowboys, all the different kind of ups and downs of the season. He talks some real hardcore football stuff. It is awesome. I cannot recommend it enough. It's really, really good. Ty, TV fanatic. See there? there. That's that's perfectly stated. These are two teams who I don't give a crap about. I am going to watch because I love football. It's as simple as it is, right? And I'm right there with you. I love football. It's the last meaningful game of the year. I got to watch from kickoff to final whistle. And I, I will admit I'm 100% rooting for the Chiefs, uh, mostly because I want my daughters to be happy because Taylor Swift's team won. It's that simple. You know, I, I'm guilty. I get it, man. Michael, getting us down to some serious business here. Do I think Runyon is gone? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, I'll be surprised if they bring him back unless they can get him to agree to a extremely, and I'm talking shockingly team-friendly deal, which I don't suspect he will. I think he'll, if he hits the market, which he probably will, he'll get a decent deal someplace else. But I don't, I think it's going to be way above what the Packers would be willing to pay. And I think he knows this. Uh, you saw, I'm sure the kind of, uh, I guess you'd call it emotional interview at his locker on locker cleanout day. Um, you know, how special he thinks green Bay is and how much he enjoyed playing there. I, I don't doubt for a moment that he would like to return, but I think he knows he'd be leaving some big time money on the table if he did. So it's one of those tough things, man. And you know, the fact that it, he was in a platoon with a guy who is undoubtedly in line to take his job and never once, had beef, never once made a stink, just did his job. And I know there are probably people out there who will say, well, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, but we know in this day and age of professional athletes who have immediate contact to not only the media, but fans like mainline through social media, the fact that he never made a stink and never said one bad word or really never vented any kind of frustrations, which I'm sure it has to be a bit frustrating, um, really speaks to his character, really speaks to him as a player and a guy and a teammate. And I respect the hell out of that. Badger Trio, what's going on, man? Love looking at the Lombardi. Yep, we win in one. Baby. Been too long. Been too long. 2010. Feels like ages ago. Although, you know, it's not like we're the Bears and it's been since like 85. How hilarious is that? Justin, how you doing, man? Glad you're doing this because non-Green Bay Packers fans and even some Green Bay fans need to realize we're the best franchise ever. Some teams pop up and go away, but we're still here. Not going away in the new era. Damn right, Justin. That is well said. And I do, I know, I think it was Ross Tucker who had a uh, kind of outtake from one of his podcasts where he was talking about do like Steelers fans and Packers fans and do they understand how lucky they are? Because, you know, the Packers are one of the real kind of legitimately stable franchises that does everything at a very high level and really kind of continuously is fielding uh, maybe not always, you know, 
championship contenders, but they're always working towards making sure that that window is open. And I don't think there's any doubt that you saw that happen this year and everyone thought, oh, everything's going to fall apart and fall off once Rodgers is gone. And that certainly didn't occur, although, you know, early days didn't look great. But, you know, it's a franchise that has found a way of working and it may not be the way you want them to do it, may not be the way that the NFL media thinks they should go about it or other teams do it, but it's their way of working. And it is pretty damn successful and has won a whole lot of fucking football games. And I'm excited to watch Jordan Love lead them to a bunch more of those wins. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, MP, I'm falling in love with love on this micapod. Seriously, I'm, I'm, yes, I totally agree. It is the most relaxed, most kind of, I want to say, I know I've seen a lot of people reference like, oh, he's really just being himself. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know the man, obviously, away from the facility. I've spoken to him in the locker room a handful of times, but that's about it, you know. But to my eyes and ears, it sure feels like it's the most relaxed I've ever seen him. And the fact that he's just talking to a guy that he like feels is a peer and he can just relax and talk ball. It's great. It's so good. Cannot recommend it enough. Badger trio. Thanks for the super chat. We don't rebuild. We reload. True. True story. <laughs> Rick, Watch Rogers on Joe Rogan. I'm so grateful. Jordan is normal. Yeah. Jordan's normal now until we all fetishize him and, make him a deity and then you know he spends 16 years in green bay in a fishbowl being treated like a god on high that's why i implore us as packers fans treat this dude like a normal dude enjoy what he does on the football field enjoy his football side and then let everything else just go and just be a dude away from football when he's not doing football stuff please i am begging us as a people because we've had two now who have like come to green bay as young men and Spent 16 years plus there and then left and been really kind of uh, interesting off the field. Let's let's let Jordan be a dude off the field. Just not care or, or question or even want to know about what he's doing away from football. That's 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 my that's how I implore us as a people. Joe, what's up, man? Love seemed much more at ease talking to Parsons than he does at press conferences. Press conferences. The ums have been noted for the at press conferences weren't there. And you know, I've talked about this before here on Daily. I, yeah, it's a it's a verbal crutch that he's used since basically he started having to speak in the public uh, eye. I remember his rookie year; he was doing the same thing. And you're thinking what you want to say, trying to make sure you don't say anything that's going to get taken out of context or blown up inappropriately or things like that. So the um gives you time to gather your thought just for a second. And yes, when he's on this pod and a couple other interviews that I've saw him do over the course of Radio Row, he's just chatting, just hanging. And that's what you want, right? I got, I remember, I got so mad earlier this year because I know on the YouTube chat, on the Packers YouTube channel, people kept counting the ums and things like that. And I'm like, you go up there, you try it. 
you'd all sound like idiots. Not you guys, obviously. You're all very well learned, very talented in front of the mic. Packers fans. I'm talking about the Yahoo's over there, the Packers YouTube channel. Steve, what's up, man? Love it, pun intended. Let a dude be a dude. Absolutely let a dude be a dude. And that's the thing. Like, it's so hard. And here's the other thing I will say about, about this interview and the Parsons pod and the praise that everyone's giving it, rightfully so. I've also seen a few times on Twitter, well, you know, the beat never asked these kinds of questions and the beat could never, the people on the beat asked the dumbest shit. It's like, okay, I guarantee you to a person, if the people on the beat got the same kind of A, time and B, format as Micah Parsons was allowed, almost every one of them would have a great conversation with Jordan about his career, about his season he just had, about football. You know, and that's, look, I understand how the game is played. Bleacher Report has muscle, and they get him, and Micah is a name, and undoubtedly Jordan Love and his people were like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, absolutely, we'll go on that. But, like, when you're standing in the middle of a locker room with a 60-people scrum, and you've got to shout to get yourself heard for one question, yeah, you're not going to have the same kind of, A, a, like, conversational tone, but, B, Jordan's answering in a very different way because he knows – there's a million cameras on him that is going to go on Packers.com. It's going to get clipped on the nightly news and social media and blah, blah, blah. So it's just a very different environment when you're on the beat as opposed to in a great kind of setting like Micah Parsons was. Uh, Jordan gave a lot of credit to the other 10 guys in the field. Dude's humble. I loved his line where he said, what, oh, like 4,000 yards, 32 touchdowns doesn't happen by myself. Like, that's a lot of other people making plays. He ain't wrong about that. Finally catch you live, Mr. Nagler. Best wishes from Germany. Carry the G and go pack go. Green Zone TV Packers podcast in the house. Hello from New York City. Hope Germany's treating you well. And I hope, oh, I hope. I, I, I'm not, I not only hope. I hope and pray the Packers make it to Germany soon. Man, come on now. Green Bay. In Germany, like in October, let's go. And I, I know it's going to be a few years yet, but that has to happen. I'm praying for that day. Brandy says, and when the players do answer, the remarks get twisted. Sometimes, sometimes by less than scrupulous operators. You know, and at this point, I think most fans in the social media space who have a brain know who's about what, right? And if you know there's a guy or a outlet that always twists things and always sensationalizes what should be a mundane quote, blah, 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 you know, like just keep scrolling or ignore it or whatever, you know? But yeah, there, there's certainly some of that. No doubt about it. Puppy Bowl is a barn burner right now. Oh, I got to let Olive know. Olive. I don't even know if she knows it's on. She's a big, big, she likes to watch it every year, but I don't know if she knows the schedule. Puppy Bowl is on. There you go. Just had to let her know. Uh, I would laugh if it takes the Packers the same amount of years it took them to be in England. Well, Lee, the difference now, of course, is that the NFL can compel them every four years. It can literally make them and will make them give up a home game to go overseas. Now, not Germany necessarily, but they have to give up a home game every four years. 
And we are now, what, one year into that kind of cycle after last year. So this is your, this was your two. So two more seasons and then the NFL can say, yeah, you're going to England or you're going to Germany or you're going wherever, which sucks, but it's part of growing the game. Uh, Packers versus Eagles in Brazil makes sense. I agree, Badger Trio. I mean, you look at kind of all the particulars around the possible matchups and there is zero doubt that Packers Eagles is probably the most attractive both from, I think, an NFL marketing standpoint and probably from the Packers standpoint. The problem, of course, is that I don't know if the Eagles would give up a home game against the Packers because they know Packers fans would pack out the link. So that's always been the problem. It's why the Packers never went to England until they had to, etc. Doc Russo, what's up? I liked when Love talked about what he learned from seeing A-Rod. I like the A-Jones talk, too. Yes, both of those kind of moments were great. I did really appreciate what he talked about regarding Aaron Rodgers and seeing him in practice and all the stuff pre-snap, but also some of the throws that he – I loved the note he said where he mentioned how, you know, you watch the games and people freak out about what he does with certain throws and certain plays. And he's like, oh, yeah, we see this in practice all the time. Like – he got he definitely got to sit behind an absolute legend. Nagler, German. Steve, funny, funny, fun fact. Uh, I'm adopted, so my last name is not really connected to my heritage. However, like to my person, however, I am half German. Half German and half Russian. I like them apples. Uh, what else we got here, folks? Packers is the biggest team in Brazil. I keep hearing that. And I think it makes a world of sense for the NFL to send them there. We shall see. If you can trade for any playmaker right now to help the team, who would you choose? Ooh, damn. Any, anybody. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, we're in a fantasy world and contracts aren't in existence. Cap hits don't, don't like, hit the cap at all. Uh, man, Tyreek Hill. Come on now. Give me that guy to absolutely decimate the rest of the league when, you know, okay, you've got a roll coverage to Tyreek. Now every one of the Packers' uh, other weapons is in single coverage, and you can do route combos for days to get them free. I'm all about that life. Hi, right, man, Chris here. When will we see and hear from our new coaches? Go Pack Go. Good question, Chris. I keep getting asked this and you know the Packers aren't required to make anybody available if they don't want um, there's a chance we might not hear about them or from them until around draft time uh, but I would suspect they'd like to get Halfley out into some kind of public setting uh, prior to the draft but it's no guarantee I don't know. I've asked and they have been cagey in their answering so we'll we shall see Brandy, Nag, Super Bowl snack favorites? Nah, that's a good question. I literally just went on a run prior to coming live here because uh, I'm seeing my girlfriend, and she likes Cracker Jacks, so I got the Cracker Jacks to make sure that I'm in the good graces. Corey Krenz, thanks for the Super Chat. Nags, what on your Super Bowl menu tonight? Wings and 18, carry the G beer tonight. Ooh, carry the G beer. I wish I had some carry the G beer. I do not. Um Fun fact, I was supposed to go and watch the Super Bowl in the city 
with my girlfriend and her mother and father-in-law, but they had to transfer, cancel their trip. So now she's coming over here and I've got my menu going. I got burgers. I got hot dogs. I got brats. I got um, chips and salsa. I got aforementioned Cracker Jacks. Uh, good to go, man. We're going to, we're going to be, I'm going to be so stuffed in a couple hours. I can't wait. Steve, what's up? Quiet super chat. England and Germany aside, where would you like to take the girls? Italy, Greece, Spain, etc. Lots of Romans love the Packers. Romans love the Packers. Who knew? Man, I would love to go to Greece. Living in Astoria for as long as I have, I obviously have met and know lots of Greeks, Greek families, people of Greek descent. I would adore going to Greece. Um, but yeah, taking the girls, they've been to London. That's about as far as they've been from home. I would love to take them to, I, honestly, I, I want to go to Berlin in the worst way. I want to go to Germany. So, but you know, anyway, fun, fun fact in May, I'm going on a cruise with my dad. I'm going to Barcelona and a couple other spots, uh, after obviously post-draft, before training camp, etc. Nice summer break. Dad and I going on a cruise. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Ryan, what's going on, man? Better to play the Eagles in Brazil than Philly. Yeah, I mean, sure. Definitely takes away the kind of home field advantage. No doubt about that. But we'd still beat them in Philly. I ain't worried about that. It's easy for me to say that right now, but I don't know. Check back. Do I ever get annoyed this time of year that the NFL has a habit of neglecting all their championships that were won prior to 1966? No, I don't get annoyed at all because I know the truth. Hell, I went and watched the first kind of known, preserved, such as it is, broadcast of Super Bowl One at the Paley Center here in New York yesterday. It was fucking incredible. I cannot express how dope this is. Some gentleman who had a two was it two reel tape like like recorded it and it was almost there was kind of for a long stretch of it he was almost making his own like you know how you go on nfl plus and you can get the condensed versions of games he was like doing a condensed version with his tape recorder like he was recording the plays and then unrecording and then recording a play and then unrecording um but he had the whole intro and the whole kind of first half, the only downside was it is missing by the start of the third quarter. So you don't get to see Woods big interception, but it's incredible. And to see, I mean, just the way the game has changed and then hasn't changed was absolutely amazing. But yeah, no. Do I get annoyed by that? No, I know the truth. I am armed with the facts, sir. Their PR campaigns do not concern me. Chris, what's going on? Never been more excited at the end of a season with all the young talent growing together with Jordan Love and the change in defense. Huge four to six year run. Go Pack Go. That's the feeling, right? Now, nothing's a given. You've got to go and earn it. But yes, I share your sentiments entirely. You really feel like you're at the start of something. And that's that's what makes me so happy and excited. Um. We'd like to see a 10-year Packers draft review. Legends in there like Devontae and Love, but we've picked so many that did not last in the league. Yeah, but Pete, that's literally every draft from every team. Like, yes, there are certainly better drafts than others, 
But if you go through any GM's draft history, you will find plenty of dudes who just fall by the wayside. That is why when people start talking about how terrible Gutekunst is and how awful his drafts were at times, blah, blah, blah. Has he missed on some? Absolutely. Has he had a bad draft or two? You bet. But every GM goes through that and has that on their resume. There ain't one that doesn't. You know? And speaking of draft reviews, Corey and I are going to be doing some of that um, starting on Wednesday. Packer Transplants Live, Wednesday afternoon, off-season edition. Mark your calendars. Could the Packers do a Patrick Mahomes type deal with Love? Do longer term deals like that make more sense for the team? Andrew, could they? Yes. Will they? I highly doubt it. Um, interestingly enough, there were a lot of headlines last day or two about Patrick Mahomes. And it's so funny seeing how it gets framed by people who don't understand what happened cap wise and the actual cap people who do understand. Just make sure you're reading people who get it. That's that's all I can that's all I can say. Uh, going into this year with trepidation, going into next year with anticipation. That is really well said. Oh, Brandy, yeah. Can Goot just hit on one safety? That is the bugaboo. I mean, you're not wrong. I will say, though, it is funny to watch how the narrative has changed because remember, there were many years people were saying, oh, Goody can't draft skill position players. And then in the last two years, he's drafted like a whole offense full of skill position players. You know? Sometimes you hit, sometimes you miss. Keith, yes. Cheers to Tom Grassi, NFL fan of the year. Gave Thomas flowers last week. Continue to do so today. I know he's in Vegas, partying, having a good time, throwing down. Congrats to Tom, the man, the myth, the legend. And also uh, a huge, huge icon in the Nagler household for getting my daughter's uh, floor seats at the Eras Tour. You the man, Tom. Why can't we hit on DB and safety in the draft? Pete, sometimes it's tough, man. Sometimes staffs have blind spots. You know, you can't deny that they've been excellent when it comes to the offensive line. But yeah, defensive backs have been hit and miss. Although I will say, seem to have hit on Jair. That's a pretty damn good one, you know. But yeah, there's no doubt. They have to find more consistency at that position, those positions. Um, But like I was just talking about, for a while, people thought, Brian couldn't draft wide receivers or tight ends. Then he drafted a bunch of really good ones. Seemingly, you know, still early days, but early returns are good. Yeah. They never really know. Uh, Hey Aaron, what was your first Super Bowl memory? That's a good question, Jim. Uh, I actually kind of just answered this on Twitter, but I don't have a very specific one. I remember watching it every year with my dad my family, my grandpa, etc. I just remember the, the NFC always like kicking the shit out of the AFC. And I know there were like outliers in there. Like I think the Raiders won big one year against Washington and things like that. But man, it seemed like every year it was like the 49ers just killing somebody. That's what I remember from when I was a kid, you know, and I only like remember those kind of narratives because the Packers were never even in contention. Like it was never an idea that, oh, the Packers could, uh, you know, make a run this year. That never happened when I was a kid. So, yeah, it was always like, oh, who are the 49ers going to kill this year? That was kind of how I grew up. Patrick, how are you, man? 
since you're an esteemed man of theater, okay, relax. Can we get a watch party and critical review of the 1996 film Reggie's Prayer sometime this offseason? Look, man, I, I appreciate the sentiment, but no. I, I'm still trying to work out the uh, Lebowski watch party in the offseason. I've been trying to do this for two offseasons now, and I failed. So I got I to gotta make that happen first before I do anything else. But I do appreciate the thought. Ooh, let's move Stokes to safety. I don't see him as a safety. I mean, I don't see him as a guy who is great in space. Like, I want him up there jamming wide receivers at the line of scrimmage, using that speed down the sideline to take guys away, to erase guys. He's done a, good, a better job um, of using the sideline as help, things of that nature. Like, I don't know, man. I don't see. I don't see him as a safety. Valentine looking like a hit at DB. Early returns are good. He's got some ways to go, I would say. But yes, I agree. I think he looks like a player. And the fact that they got him in the seventh round, not not too shabby. But still a ways to go. No question. The bums will always lose, Nagler. <laughs> oh, Michael, I really wanted the Lynn Dickey team to get to the Super Bowl. Man. That could be I that could be a whole nother pod. I, I'd do that for an hour. Man, those teams were so fun to watch, and Lynn Dickey was so good when you gave him a little bit of time. And damn, if he didn't throw it down the yard, man, I love those teams. But they couldn't really run the ball and they couldn't stop a nosebleed. I know I'm probably I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but never really felt like they were gonna be Super Bowl contenders. The closest they ever came was that Monday nighter against Washington when the Washington was the Super Bowl champs, the defending champs coming into Lambeau on a Monday night, which never happened. They were never on Monday Night Football, let alone at Lambeau. That's just an all-timer. That is just a great game. And I love the stories of how Bart Starrs talked um, then, as obviously, as coach, about how we're going to go and we're going to score all these points on them. Like, he was so confident. Absolutely love it. All right, everybody. I'm going to have to get going. I cannot thank you enough for hanging out and talking about the game, about the Packers, everything going on in the NFL, please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, then tell your friends, tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Enjoy the game tonight. Go Pack Go.